Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Courage Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Love, and today it is my pleasure to introduce Emma. Emma is an elite performance and leadership coach and a multi-passionate entrepreneur with more than a decade in the business world. Following an award-winning career in one of London's most prestigious corporate organizations, she helps everyone excel in all the areas of their life. And I was able to connect with Emma through this amazing podcast page, and she is a courage coach. So obviously she is so perfect for this podcast. So Emma is going to talk to us a little bit today about what it's like to lead yourself and what, how it impacts the world and also what it's like to step out of our comfort zone. And we're going to talk a little bit about authenticity and vulnerability because I feel like our world is very desperate for connection and companionship in all the ways. And that has everything to do with it. So Emma, tell us more about yourself. How wonderful to be here, Jessica. Thank you for the lovely introduction. Uh, yes, yes. I love courage. Courage is, is such a big topic and it's wonderful to be on this platform with you. Where do I begin with my journey, with my story? It feels like in many ways my, my story is... Um, or I feel sometimes that my story has nothing special, but at the same time, it's just like, it's like everyone else's with, uh, with challenges, with differences, with big moments, with setbacks. So, um, where do I, where do I begin? Uh, as you say, yes, I'm an, I'm a high performance uh, and leadership coach and I work with women high achievers and those brave souls that are looking to step into their true potential, to find and create more in their lives it's uh, it's such a beautiful journey and i've been doing that for quite quite a, quite some time quite a few years with a lot of joy with a lot of passion um but my background is in the corporate world where i spent oh close to close to 15 years more than 10 years in the same company and close to 15 years in in that environment and you know for most of that time for most of that time, I felt like that was it. I felt that I, I was living the life that at one point in my life was the dream, right? I was enjoying this career that I, I was really proud of. I had achieved a, a huge amount of things, winning awards, traveling the world, enjoying this beautiful lifestyle. And it really felt like that was it. But yet there was this feeling inside of me. There was this calling. There was this, this yeah, something that I couldn't quite put my finger on at the time, a oh. curiosity, if you will, mm -hmm. a curiosity that there was something else for me out there. There was something else that I was curious to explore outside of that environment. And in some ways, it felt like I was limiting myself within the environment that I was in. And of, of course, there, was, there were many aspects of, uh, uh, that I loved about my career. But I just couldn't ignore this feeling. It was so, it was constant. It was constant, like a constant drive to, 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 to pointing me towards this, uh, this exploration. And my first daughter was born back in 2011. And I did, I did what a lot of career women uh, who become mums do. And that was go back straight to work. A couple of mm. months after my after the baby was born, go straight back to work, full time as well because I didn't have a lot of flexibility in my in uh, in my contract. Then get some help, put the put the little one in childcare, 
And I spent the following couple of years making effort after effort, trying to prove myself, trying to prove the world that I could do it, trying to, you know, hold it all together, show mm. up strong, like really pushing myself, like really, really pushing myself. And nobody, not even the little human that, that was becoming, was already such a big part of my life, they couldn't hold me back from achieving the career goals that I had set for myself, right? This big, big, big expectation that, you know, corporate, corporate, corp, yeah, I'll say corporate women because I, I work with women, but it's, 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 it's a pressure on parents generally, really. Mm-hmm. But for women and you will know exactly what I, what I mean about that. So basically I spent the following, the, 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 the next few years um, putting everything and everyone first, but myself, but my, 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 my needs, my own needs, my family's needs. And that worked for a while. It did. It felt like I felt, I felt really good about myself. You know, I can manage everything. And, you know, every, every people around me would come and say, oh, how do you do it? And it felt so good. It felt so good. Yeah. I felt so proud. But in some way, I was lying to myself that it was working, right? Because there was this huge mm-hmm. mental pressure that I was taking in all the time, physical as well, right? But... Then my second daughter was born in 2017, and mm. it felt like I was given a second chance. It felt mm. like I had this knowing, kind of like a certainty, that I wasn't going to to repeat the same life journey, the same um, a few years that I, I, I had already experienced. And um, at the same time, it felt like I was given a second chance at getting the parenting thing right. So my second daughter was born, and with that, the decision to leave my corporate job behind, to leave my my career. It was a difficult decision, but while I still had my calling, I still had that that curiosity to explore the, the something else or more, playing my life in a bigger way, or really being this the leader of my life. Um, it, it it was a it was a, a, a quite a difficult journey quite a difficult it it triggered a very complex time of my life with Hmm. um, a a big a huge identity crisis I didn't really know who I was trying to come out of that environment after being there for so long and I navigated that 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 period at that time with a lot of kindness with a lot of patience towards myself and of course a few years later now uh, I'm grateful I'm grateful to be a guide for women who are on the same transition, who are on the same journey uh, from a place of being stuck, a place of um, where they feel like they have to make compromises with themselves, like they feel like they have to sacrifice something in order to, you know, to get ahead, to achieve their dreams and take them on this journey towards freedom, towards impact, towards creating their own the, their own picture, their own painting, their own masterpiece, right? And really stepping into leadership and really uh, connecting with their true potential, right? So they show up as as leaders, as role models, as examples for the world, as pillars, right? It's it's such a big journey, and um, it, it's really exciting that we're having this conversation about courage. And I love what you you said earlier uh, about courage and bravery, because I truly believe that I am in this business of potential of infinite potential of courage Mm -hmm. and of awakening courage in other people and something that I'm really passionate about um, and I I strongly believe is that if only people had a little bit more courage oh yeah so many ways courage to show up in in uh, in their potential courage to stand up for themselves 
yes. how to love themselves a little bit more, courage to speak their truth, right? To, to really yes. to have difficult conversations. It's 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 fundamental, it's essential. And I know quite often we, we look for skills, we look for experience, we look yes. for learning all these things. But in fact, it comes from within. And in many mm-hmm. ways, it's courage. It's courage. So it's beautiful that we have we have this conversation. So thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Yes, yes. And I love I love you talked about your transition of being this like corporate boss babe kind of thing. And then motherhood comes because I feel like in a lot of ways, the whole like women's rights movements actually did us a disservice a lot because Mm -hmm. it was like, it tried to convince us that, that we can be like a man. Right. And that we can like, you know, Oh, have this career and do all these things, but then also be the most amazing mom ever. And I actually just interviewed um, this lady, Stacy, who started her own consulting business because she was in the corporate world. And she's like, this whole thing that we can like have it all is a total lie is bullshit. Yeah. You know, she's like, I was at least lucky enough that I had help. She had nannies and housekeepers and stuff to help yeah. me with being a mom. Never could have stepped into the full place of what she does now because her kids are grown. And she's right. like, because I'm still a mom, I'm still like I still have these children that depend on me and that you that want connection and that want the leader in their lives which in a lot of ways in certain ways it's their mom and then in certain ways it's their dad like the leader of kind of the home I feel like is the dad but then within the home or like outside the home is you know somebody's husband and then within the home is a lot is women you know, so it's just being able to acknowledge that you're a mom, but you still have so much more to do in this world and mm-hmm. that it doesn't all have to be done right now. Cause like you said, you had so much pressure of like being pulled in all the different directions. And unfortunately your family was suffering. So being mm-hmm. able to know that, okay, I acknowledge that I am meant for more in all the ways but it also doesn't discount how important my role is with my kids. But that's, it's wonderful that you mentioned that. And let me give you my take on this before we move on. Um, I, I do believe that we can have it all. I truly do, do believe, but there is a caveat to it. We have yeah. to be crystal. We have to be crystal clear as to what does that all mean? What does because it look like? What does it look like? Because it will yeah. change based on, where we are on our life journey for a 20 some 20 year old 20 something 30 something it will look completely different than it will look for a 40 year old like myself right yeah and just because they're not then there's no similarities in in those uh in those pictures in that all it doesn't mean that i don't have it yeah yeah so it comes with ownership and uh, and uh, we'll touch on on ownership and self-leadership in a moment self-leadership or ownership ownership of if this is what feels good for me right now, and this is what I define as my all right now, and mm-hmm. bring that conviction forward, then everything else becomes irrelevant. But because we allow ourselves to fall into that external pressure, into mm-hmm. comparison, into whatever everyone else does, into what society expects, right? Mm-hmm. We can't hold that ownership. And when we don't hold that ownership and then when we're not like we don't lead with conviction we don't you know embrace that 
picture of ourselves of what our life should be and are fully convinced that that is right for us then that's when we 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 start wavering and when we do that yeah external influence is very easy to get to us and we feel less than and you know the whole the whole um, uh, spectrum of emotions that we navigate but I, i really feel that it starts with ownership and yeah we can have it all we can have it all let's just embrace that let's just embrace that but being mindful of the mind of the of the uh, the the life journey being mindful of everything that is that we create as an expectation of our life so yeah it's it's it, it starts from within in many ways oh yes and talk about that whole identity crisis too mm-hmm. when you go from being this externally motivated person in a way right when we have this career this is like it creates we kind of cling to it as our identity. So then when we're starting to transition to something else, because it happens with people that are moms too, you know, it's like your, your kids, that's their, your life when they're little. And then as they get older, you're like, oh my gosh, what is my purpose anymore? You know? So to acknowledge that it's not singular, you know, I don't believe we are here for one purpose and that is the single thing. And that's it. I feel like it's just, it's a, whole journey and there's it's ever evolving on your journey of life too absolutely absolutely it evolves yes of course um because when it comes to life purpose um the way i look at it the way i i i I see this life journey is that uh, we experience levels of opening up towards our life purpose um it's it's something that as we grow there's bigger possibilities. As we grow and we expand, there's more that we can hold. And uh, mm. there's layers and layers that we can open ourselves up towards. But as long as we are very clear on the direction that we want to go, on the impact that we want to create, and there's no beginning to that journey, right? It's, it, it, we can start whenever we, of course, can't expect, or it's difficult to expect when we're young and fresh out of university to, to have everything figured out. So that's, mm-hmm. but that's not even the point, right? But I feel that there is one constant on this journey, um, and that um, uh, is a concept that I'm 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 really passionate about. I, I'm, I I I teach leadership in many ways, but I feel like self leadership is um, a prerequisite. Yeah, that's the word to leadership. There's no we cannot talk about leadership unless we talk about self-leadership. And self-leadership is a constant. And what is self-leadership? Is that ability to really hold ourselves as the leader, the leaders of our lives, to, to really um, um, uh, show up as the, the, most in, the, the best, most, in, most empowered, most empowering versions of ourselves, um, uh, to master our emotions, to develop all these skills and qualities and, and uh, uh, character traits like resilience, like, um, um, I don't know, uh, ability to create connection, communication, all these beautiful things, because then we can um, expand um, our being. And the way we show up, both in our personal environment, in our professional environment, and that's really what creates that uh, consistency on our journey towards our life purpose. And I, it, it's something that I really, really love talking about because, yeah, we can't talk about leadership in the great scheme of things without looking at ourselves first, without looking in the mirror first and say, right, what do I bring to the, to the, what do I bring to the table? 
and how do I show up? Because that's really what creates our journey towards a life purpose. And it becomes the constant. Because quite often, uh, yes, there's influence. There's, uh, we are being bombarded with all sorts of things from, from the outside. And quite often we give them a lot of attention, a lot of time, a lot of, a lot of focus to those things. But in fact, we don't have any control over those. We have control over ourselves. We have control over how we show up, right? Because and that's that's the the, the uh, it's fundamental. It's fundamental. And uh, what comes to mind now is that when we when we talk about things like authenticity and vulnerability and um, uh, showing up as this, this bigger version of ourselves, more empowering version of ourselves, um, we're talking about human qualities. Mm-hmm. And leaders, first and foremost, are humans. So I feel like we really need to, to, to go deeper in, in, in this definition, in creating this concept of leader, being a leader, leadership through the filter of humanity right mm. through the filter of humanity um, and um, i feel like there's this uh, big understanding particularly in the professional environments because uh, and it's something that i experienced myself when i was in um, uh, in my career in my uh, corporate career i was being asked or sent or invited to all sorts of leadership skills programs and courses and you know like the um, trainings and they were all things taught from books there was no it felt like there was no life life like real life experience mm. like real life examples like something that really creates a connection it felt so robotic and of course you because it's such it's such a masculine container yeah. though you know Absolutely. and this is what this is where women are so needed in different parts of everything within the world because mm. women put the humanness to it the emotion, the connection, the energy. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's something that, again, um, uh, particularly in in the professional environment, it's it's overlooked. It's overlooked because uh, for as long as people try to do things like they've always been done, (laughs) then they will always get the same. Is a gap. It's something that doesn't quite add up, doesn't quite connect. Yeah. And going back to what I mentioned a moment ago, if we think of a leader or of leadership through the filter of humanity and in humanity, of course, there's this entire spectrum of um, of uh, traits and abilities and um, qualities that we can bring forward. And we really um, we put those to the forefront of our lives, of everything that we do, of how we show up. Then I feel like the nuance, the, the nuance of, um, of of life on a personal level and as far as society level, um, will it has the opportunity to change or to shift or to open up, whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful exploration. Well, and that's also something that I think women uniquely bring to the world, which mm-hmm. is the humanness associated with the bigger picture, right? Because women aren't as like tunnel vision, I guess you could say, you know what I mean? Like, Hmm. I forget. I, there's this one podcast I was listening to and it was a man that was some kind of um, relationship therapist coach. And he was talking about how 
you know, he's worked with many men and women and he notices that a very large proportion portion of men are very singular focused, right? It's like task at hand. So yeah, that's, it's not to blame them for being that. That's, that's their human nature. That's how they're wired. Yeah. So nothing. Exactly. So then it's like, in women, it's like they don't look at just the task in front of them. They look at everyone and everything. And this is why it's so important for us to come home to ourselves. And I love what you mentioned about leadership, how it's not just about everyone else. It starts within ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I uh, Something that I, I talk about quite a lot is like, what does the world need? today Mm. what does the world need and this is exactly it it needs people to step into their self-leadership into into being leaders of 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 their own of themselves first so they can expand into being leaders for the world for those around them for their families for for for, uh, the people around them and it's 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 an invitation for people to stand in their power to stand up and lead, mm. and I love it when I talk about this because, and it, it, it I feel like it awakens my own passion, my mm-hmm. own time. Because this is being a leader is it means taking a responsibility, means really um, wanting to do whatever you're about to do, like really uh, having that motivation to take the lead, to take the first step, to be the role model, to take the the, the, the I don't know the uncomfortable action first. So you can become the the example, the role model for those for those for those around you, and inspire them to change their lives in some way. And I love again a little a, a nuance to leadership. Um, uh, touching on what you mentioned earlier, it can only be genuine. It can only be. It can only come from the heart. If you learn leadership skill in from a from a book, which I have done, um, uh, and it helped as like it helped to some extent. But if you don't have that wholehearted motivation and drive and desire to actually take responsibility to um, to make a difference, to 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 bring something forward, to take an action, then that it doesn't really work. It doesn't really work, and um, that's why I say that this is exactly what the world needs because there's so many followers. There's so many followers, mm. and um, followers. Not that it's it's bad being a follower, but it's be- because there's so many. Um, ideas being promoted and there's so many leaders who are not necessarily uh, you know uh, sharing positive or empowering things in the world mm-hmm. and the, the danger is, is 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 exactly there right because there's ideas that create separation that creates yeah disruption that creates um alienates people in many ways and we need to uh, bring the positive elements that we can bring wholehearted genuine leadership and balance shift that balance in in the world um because of course we see that happen all over the world so when we bring genuine when we bring authenticity we bring vulnerability we bring courage yeah courage mm-hmm. where there's separation we get to create connection and we get to do it it's our choice it's something that we want to create this is our intention right we create connection, we create community, we create unity, right? Or uh, where there's competition, we create opportunity for collaboration, we create support, mm. we create invitations and openness for people to feel safe, to feel brave themselves, right? To, 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 um, um, it's an invitation to share the same 
beautiful energy, right? Um, and uh, of course, um, um, something that I see quite a lot in my work is um, we get the shift mindsets, like mm-hmm. overwhelm and um, mental, men- mental overwhelm, physical overwhelm, pressure, all those things, and create clarity instead. But it, it takes someone to take the lead. We need someone to take the lead in all of these aspects, in all of these environments, in all of these areas. Someone takes the lead, and then that, uh, that person will inspire others to do the same. And that's, that's how the ripples are created, right? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful. So more than anything else, the world needs leaders. But yeah, authentic, wholehearted, genuine leaders. When I love what you said about intention, mm. because... I feel like, like you said, with a lot of people being followers, there's not a consciousness associated with that to have that intention. So it's kind of like, you know, asking someone why they're doing what they're doing, right? Like, Mm -hmm. why did you do that? And it's like, well, I don't know. It's what I've always done, right? Instead of being like, okay, well, no, my intention is this, is to create content create connection or whatever the intention is. But I feel like that is a a piece that's missing for a lot of people in a lot of environments where Mm -hmm. it's like, there might be this big overarching goal, but what's the intention for that goal? There's, there's a couple of um, things that come to mind um, in, in to answer your question. Um, For so long, for so long, people myself included, or you're probably familiar with this concept, have lived our lives by default. We have oh, this, like, 1,000%. We've been, we've, been yeah. given, we've been served a life journey yeah. with some elements, childhood, experience, I don't know, talents, gifts, if we have awareness over those things. And it's like we've been given it on a plate. And then with the awareness that we have at every point in, uh, every point in our lives, we just create some life journey right we just navigate that life journey but how often do we stop and ask ourselves is this what we, is this what i want oh is this what yes really up? is this what's yes relevant for me and my life journey is this what really is this what i want to create is this how i want to show up today is this mm-hmm. the kind of influence i want to bring in the world we don't we don't we don't because we don't have awareness over these questions first and foremost but we don't necessarily have awareness about um, the the totality of life experience right we don't have a lot of examples around us quite often i know i didn't have a lot of examples of i don't know uh, successful people or wealthy people or people who are have this drive to make an impact to make a difference to bring a contribution in the world i didn't really so when you don't have examples Mm -hmm. you don't know that those things exist right we do see people on television we do read the books but it feels like we put those people on some pedestal yes and we immediately create this perception those things are not for us that person there must be something special something unique or something that i don't have that that person has and i don't have and for that reason they can do great things but those things are not available for me so that's why a lot of people are in this situation and that's why Mm -hmm. that's where i started some years ago before i embarked on my on my my own journey of uh, self-exploration um 
And uh, yeah, that's dangerous. It's dangerous. And when we bring intention, when we bring intention, it's all, it, it, it really, that's what it is. We create that commitment to ourselves. It's like, well, that's not how I want to show up. Yes, everyone mm-hmm. around me will watch television all day, but I don't want to do that. I yeah. want to do something else. I want to do something more meaningful with my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. And then uh, there's layers to it because, of course, the motivation or the why do we do this, that comes into play, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, why is it that we want to do that? Why is it that we want to break that chain? So there's, there's, there's layers in, in, in that. But that's really what the intention helps us with, to bring ourselves into connection with the commitment that we're doing to w- with ourselves first and little by little we 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 start asking the questions and when we ask the question we start we start getting answers right <laughs> bigger questions bigger answers and yeah everything everything ripples from there you know one of the big things that i have been promoting and sparking within people over the last couple of years has been my, a lot of my intention in conversation and connecting with people is asking questions, getting curious, Yeah, you know, and it's interesting how people receive that. Mm. And that's also something that I just like tell people all the time, like, you know, they want to do this or they want to do that, or they don't know why something's not working out. And the first thing I say is ask, get curious, ask, start asking yourself some questions because all of the answers we seek are all already here, but we're just taught to look outside of ourselves for everything. And it's really scary. I feel like for some people to go within. And I love that you said your journey started with self-mastery because that's where it all starts. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I'll make a, a, a bold statement to, <laughs> to add to what you said. You see, yes, yes, particularly when it comes to comfort zone, it's uh, quite often we, it, it's it's uncomfortable to step into that uh, intention, right? It's not familiar mm-hmm. to us, but uh, it's not just about the intention. It's about everything else that we feel like it's not quite available to us um, while we hold ourselves within the comfort zone. Hmm. And what um, uh, my 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 statement is that nothing but nothing outside of ourselves has ever kept us within the comfort zone. Everything that we perceive as being the comfort zone or we perceive as holding us within the comfort zone is within ourselves. It's all internal, mm-hmm. all within. But yes, the exploration starts with being highly uncomfortable because of course that's really the definition of um, um you know stepping out outside of the comfort zone is um stepping outside of everything that is familiar and uh, um i i bring a lot of a lot of grace and it's something particularly because i i work in this direction when people expect to come out of the comfort zone and next next minute or next day they expect to do something uh, completely different <laughs> it doesn't really work that way it's a transition yeah. it's a period because you can't expect to, to live your life for three four decades sometimes even more doing yep. uh, certain things in a certain way or living life in a certain way and then suddenly you expect to do it completely different right it's, it's a tra- transition which is uh, exactly what i said when i navigated the same journey i allowed myself 
uh, a lot of kindness, a lot of grace, a lot of patience. Yes. Because yes, yes, it's like we're talking about our own being, our own life, our own. So yeah, those things really, really help. Otherwise, we just move from being in the comfort zone to being in the overwhelm zone, and that doesn't. It, it's it's not. It, uh, um, yeah. Well, and I love that you mentioned giving yourself so much grace and kindness because I feel like that statement that it's like you can't shame yourself into changing. Oh no, absolutely. You know, so it's like that that doesn't help. It's not going to be long lasting. There has to be not only a certain intention, but there has to be the love and the clarity on alignment. Hmm. And that's like something that I took a step yeah. further for myself where I definitely was very logical and where there was always some intent to something, right? But what I didn't realize is that was it aligned with what I was trying to create? Mm. Was it aligned with what I wanted in six months from now? Absolutely. So I, that was something I started adding to my tool bag was the curiosity and the alignment piece is getting really clear on the alignment of, you know, are these things going to connect later on? Right. Am I just doing this to fill time? Am I just doing this to, you know, really getting curious about why I'm doing the thing and then the intention even becoming more clear with it hmm. in what I was putting my energy in. How wonderful that you shared that. And I would love to, to again, to add to your, to your uh, statement there, something that I teach. And so again, something that I'm really, really passionate about is, particularly uh, with the people that I work with, is to help them develop a filter of alignment, perfectly, mm. perfectly aligned uh, with what you said. But I'll take it a level deeper, because um, when I started my journey, it's not just about we become the the our our own critics, right? Or we we shame ourselves to change. It's not just about us. I feel like that's the easier element or the, the smaller element of this mm -hmm. uh, journey to finding alignment. What, um, um, what was uh, my, uh, my journey when I stepped out of my um, uh, corporate role and I embarked in a curious, very curious about learning new things with this mm -hmm. hunger, with this drive, with this, this uh, desire to... to um, uh, create my own life journey in in this direction of entrepreneurship, and I started learning from a lot of people. Um, and what I found was that, um, particularly in this coaching space, and I I know I I I speak against people who you know I'm in the same space coaching, and I speak against some people who so we share the we we share the same industry. But I still speak against them, and I do that with ownership and courage. There is a tendency from some people to shame others or to shame mm -hmm. their students into change. And again, um, I dare say it's one of those um, uh, perhaps traditional, perhaps masculine way of teaching, like really bring that um, guilt, that shame, that, um, uh, yeah, burden almost to be on to put yourself on this journey and if you like you if you don't do something then you're not a good student if you if something doesn't yeah. feel aligned then you're not coachable is really bringing those negative connotations to this journey and when it comes to developing this filter of alignment how i call it 
is really stepping into the courage, stepping into ownership with um, yourself to that extent, to that level that you are able to say no. Mm-hmm. Like, no, this doesn't sit well with me. Yes. This doesn't resonate with me. This is not my path. Yes. And then pick and choose the elements that do resonate, that feel right, that speak to your heart, that really light you up. Yeah. And I didn't know this, of course, when I started. And I was learning, me, myself, with, you know, women with two children, with a, a, <laughs> a, a big corporate background and, and all this, the complexities about my life. I was trying to learn coaching from this 20 or 30 year old male American, completely uh, like big personality. Me, an introvert, I felt attacked. By <laughs> and, but I pushed myself because I was yeah. like, if he's successful, if he's wealthy, if he seems wiser in some way, then I'm going to learn from them, right? Because that's really the idea. But I didn't know any better, right? And yeah. now, of course, alignment. What does that mm. what does that mean? Take whatever resonates and leave the rest. The rest. Like a sieve, yes. right? You just take and, and hold on to those things. Because when you are able to hold on to the things that truly and fully resonate with your heart, then you know you, you have that you, you you fall into that peace with yourself. It feels right. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel forced, it doesn't feel challenging, it does uh, challenging in the way that it doesn't resonate, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's so so important, and I'm 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 uh, incredibly passionate about teaching this filter of alignment, much like you said. But yeah, it's it's the two nuances: what we do to ourselves, but sometimes what what we allow from outside as well. Yes, yes, I love that so much. I know that you have to go, Emma. Mm-hmm. Where do they find you? Where do people connect um, with you? I'm, oh, I would absolutely love to, uh, first and foremost, to offer a little gift. I have okay. um, um, a very a curious assessment, really, for those that I will, I've, we've been able to, to spark, to awaken the curiosity uh, in, uh, in those listeners today. Um, an assessment of how, of what kind of things are holding them back from achieving their true potential. Um, I'm happy to share the link with you, but it's what's holding you back quiz.com. Other than that, I'm on all the, all the the main social channels, um, LinkedIn or Instagram at Emma Corpade. Uh, Oh, apologize. Um, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would love to connect. And if if anyone has any questions, if anyone wants to go deeper in a conversation, I would absolutely love to honor that. And uh, I'm grateful to have this conversation with you, Jessica. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. And I hope everyone enjoyed today. And I am sure I will have Emma back on to have more conversation about this because I feel like we barely scratched the surface today. Anyways, have an amazing day and hope you enjoyed our show today. Thank you. Thank you.